But then that goes back to my original questions. Why does she feel like she had to post this in the first place? And then why do we feel that we have to post everything about our lives on social media? Because I think at the end of the day, that kind of what it all boils down to her, her need to share this information. And why do, what is that? You're listening to the snob OS podcast, the podcast for Apple snobs. Yo, this is Terrence Gaines, a.k.a. Brother Tech. And this is Nika Monford, a.k.a. Tech Savvy Diva. And you're listening to and are watching the Snob OS Show, the show for Apple snobs, where we talk all things Apple and then some. We want to welcome you back to another week of the show. Uh, We are going to jump right into it. We're starting the segment with the lowdown, where we talk all things Apple, and it looks like Apple's having some issues with uh, MacBook Pro batteries. Now, I don't have this issue, but I have a MacBook that fits in this range. So for all of the MacBook uh, users from 2016 and 2017, if you have a MacBook Pro, there's an issue that some people were complaining about to where the MacBook Pros won't charge past 1% no matter what you do. According to Apple, this is supposed to affect a small number of customers, but they nevertheless, you know, acquiesced and said, Hey, we will, if you are experiencing this issue, we will replace your battery for free. Um, I didn't know, I didn't see, I doubt if they will provide you with a replacement while they repair your MacBook battery, MacBook Pro battery. But if you are experiencing this issue, you can contact Apple support. Um, the Apple will examine your MacBook prior to servicing it and to verify that it's eligible for a free battery replacement. But the thing I wanted to show you is if you wanted to check, if you do have this, uh, one of these qualifying MacBooks between 2016 and 2017, and you wanted to check and see if it verifies on your own, you can do so. So you got to go to the Apple logo in the upper left hand corner and then click on um, system preferences and then click on battery and then click on choose battery in the sidebar. Then once you click on that, click battery health. If your MacBook Pro is affected, it'll show you a service recommended. So I just wanted to do that because not only is it good for if you think you are experiencing this issue or you know you're experiencing this issue, it's just good to check the battery health of your MacBook anyway, because I have a 15 inch 2016 MacBook Pro. So when I saw this, I immediately went to go check to see, but it's good to just know how to check your battery health because these older Macs, you know, it could be to where you are at the age to where maybe it's time to start saving up your money for a new back MacBook when you can actually see and know the general battery health. So just wanted to put that out there to where if you are experiencing this issue, you know, Apple has decided to say, yeah, well, I guess we'll look at it and fix I it. I guess we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they would just come on out with the larger, the larger screened um, M1s. I'm waiting impatiently. Right, waiting impatiently again. If you if you want to do it, you can go ahead and get you a 13 inch and just get a super nice monitor, and then boom, you just dock into it, and boom, that gives you the bigger screen. But I get it, especially if you know. I mean, we know they're coming out. It's just a matter yeah. of time. So instead of jumping through all those hoops because you got to connect it to the monitor and you got to get a dongle and blah 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 blah. Yeah, and I can't I, sit on my couch and watch TV. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time, if I'm downstairs in the office, then yeah, but no. All right. All right. So, yeah, if definitely if you're experiencing that issue, definitely reach out to Apple. Do the check. You may be in in line for a new battery. All right. So the next story we got is. Apple, uh, Apple glasses. Now I'm, I'm assuming this either, these are the Apple glasses and not the Apple virtual reality rumor that somebody had. These were the actual think of like regular uh, or prescription glasses that have the augmented reality that overlays maps, overlays 
you know, maybe Siri results, maybe overlays, music. Uh, if you're like listening to some music, you can kind of see out the corner of your eye or on your glasses display the, you know, song or whatever the case may be. Um, I'm not sure because I think um, this was one of my things that I talked about um, predictions at the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. And the question around the Apple glasses, what didn't seem clear was, are the Apple glasses going to be VR or AR? Right. There wasn't a firm, you know, consensus of what these glasses were going to do. Right. So I don't think we know which version we're getting. Well, I didn't see any indication to where it said either or in the story Mm -hmm. but the reason why i brought it up is because of course they're they are reporting somebody's reporting that it's in trial production phase which means you know they're just that much step closer to announcing Mm -hmm. them and then actually releasing them so this is more than just a little you know r&d pipe dream you know uh somebody messing around this is actually going to happen right 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 all you know so the story that i'm reading is um the glasses will use micro oled technology micro oled offers display technology that is built directly into the chip wafers making it ideal for use in apple's augmented reality glasses so this is and what I the hope rep- that's the case i right. hope it's the ar right right they'll probably move more units with augmented reality to where i can right cuz i can get them and if I don't need glasses, I can just use them for the augmented reality. But like myself, I use glasses. I can pop, pop a prescription in there and mm-hmm. not only have prescription glasses that I need, also have the augmented reality overlaid on top of that. So just wanted to point that out that the Apple glasses, no matter what they are, whether it be augmented reality or virtual reality, looks like they will be a thing. Uh doesn't say when. Those will go out because, of course, right now it's just a rumor mill. All right. right, So the last thing I want to talk about in the lowdown is um, Apple. uh, It looks like in the iOS 14.5 beta that Apple Maps will also get uh, the ability to be able to report accidents and, of course, uh, police speed traps. In Apple Maps. So if you're not familiar, think of uh, Waze, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the, one of the reasons why I have Waze on my computer or on my phone rather is because when I'm traveling, specifically when I'm taking uh, long trips, I'll use Waze instead of Maps because, you know, it's crowdsourced information. You know, when you're driving down the road and you see a car on the shoulder, you can actually go into the Waze um app tap a couple taps and then report that this car has been stopped on the side of the road same thing for emergencies same thing for traffic in general and of course like i said i'm speed traveling traps. the speed traps so <laughs> you know crowdsource speed traps right so apple is going to do the same thing looks like in 14.5 beta so if you have the private or the public beta you probably look check that out now but later on when they lease it out to the public this looks like one of the features but the difference between Apple's um, this, this this feature in Apple Maps and Waze is with Waze, I actually have to touch, reach over or reach up, reach down wherever my phone is and actually mm-hmm. take my hands off the steering wheel and take my eyes off the road, the road and do these taps. Well, with Apple's version that's coming out in Apple Maps, cool thing about it is it's hands free. So you'll be able to say, uh, hey, Siri, uh, report car on the side of the road you know, in 30 feet or whatever the lingo is going to be. And then Siri automatically do that through the map. So you can keep your hands on the steering wheel, keep your eyes on the road and say, Hey Siri, Sorry, uh, of course I, I got to <laughs> wasn't talking to you. <laughs> yes. I will. I was talking about you. I wasn't talking to you. Right. <laughs> so, um, you know, keep it's, it's more safe basically for the Apple maps version. According to this beta, we'll, we, we won't know until actually it's public release, but looks like Apple again is trying to make sure you look out for safety because, of course, who wants to get sued <laughs> because people will sue, you know, so being able to integrate Siri, oh, oh, I said her name again, being able, being able to integrate Homegirl <laughs> <laughs> into, you know, Apple Maps to actually, you know, hands free say where emergencies, where all these other th- obstacles on the road Definitely a benefit. Yeah. And it looks like this 
14.5 beta is going to include a lot. I know I was on um, Twitter the other day and I saw that they are now, that this beta is now going to allow you to be able to choose your default music streaming service and podcast app. Mm -hmm. So if you don't say use Apple Music, you can choose Title or the Spotify right. or whatever other, you know, app you use for your music streaming. But I mean, I think we talked last week about some of the different changes that are coming in in 14.5. It looks like it's, it's going to be a pretty big one. Yeah. So I'm looking through the story. It says, so I want to get the, get the lingo down to prompt the assistant assistant. Just say, Hey, Siri report followed by the evident, uh, the event, whether it be an accident, hazard, speed check, speed trap, or just incident. Beta users who have this feature will also be able to say, say things like there's a crash up ahead. There's a speed trap here. And then homegirl will be able to understand commands like the hazard is gone or clear the accident as well. Uh, users can say things like the accident is still here. So if you're stuck in traffic because of an accident, you can say, Hey, homegirl, the accident is still here. And then it'll update, of course, based on all the other uh, inputs it gets from other users. So I just want to point that out because that's pretty cool. You know, this will be a reason why I can reduce my uh, apps, my map apps from three to two, because I still have Google just in case I mm -hmm. use <laughs> I use Apple as my primary and I haven't had any issues. But just in case I can switch over to uh, Google Maps, because, of course, that is the granddaddy of all of the of navigation maps. Right. Yep. <laughs> so you'd be crazy not to keep that on there. Yeah. Maps almost put me in a ditch a couple of times. Oh, so. did it? <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> So I, I go with um, the OG Google Maps and I've, and depending on where I'm going, I'll, you know, log into ways to kind of see what is the best path, best path to take based on, you know, accents and stuff. But it's pretty much um, Google Maps for me. Right, right. Yeah. So until then, yep, that's for that's most people as well. But like you said, with this, you, you know, you have more integration into Apple Maps until they get on par. All right. So, you know, it's pretty fast. I think that is it for the lowdown. Uh, let's move into second string where we talk all things tech in general. So, um, of course, we're kind of in the in the wake of the whole Robin Hood GameStop, you know, uh, Wall Street, you know, Reddit fiasco. Things have kind of mm -hmm. died down. The stock is slowly but surely getting back down to where it was. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully that all those people who were involved that, you know, hopefully you were smart enough not to put more money than you were willing to lose in the stock as it was going up or high. And I hope you were smart enough to where you were watching it when it started to come back down. You sold before you, you know, took your profits or before you lost too much money. So, you know, I think that's one of the things a lot of the people, even though I really didn't like it, you know, they were kind of trying to preface people and say, OK, now make sure you know what you're doing, because you could lose a lot of money in this thing, because mm -hmm. eventually the stock is going to go back down and it has started to go back down. Now, it's not back down to what it was back in September, October last year, but it's slowly going back down to mm -hmm. relatively reasonable stock prices. So I bring all that up to say that there Robin Hood, this is not the first time Robin Hood has been um, uh, wrapped up in issues as it relates to users on the platform. Controversy. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like they can't, if it ain't one thing, it's another, right? So something, right. right. So uh, last year, and I don't know if we reported this uh, or not, but I, I think I, we did. Okay. Well, maybe I just recall reading it. Well, um, there was I remember, a, though. right. There was a 20 year old user name. His name was Alex Kearns. And, uh, last year he was 20, 20 years old and he was doing trades on Robin hood. Um, according to the story, either he made a mistake or, uh, did something wrong. And according to him at the time, he assumed that according to the Robin hood numbers that he had lost over $700,000 in a trade or a series of trades. Um, you know, of course he freaked out, panicked, tried to contact Robin, Robin hood, couldn't get a response, couldn't get anybody to give him a straight answer. Come to find out he didn't owe all that money, but it was too little too late. I guess he got, 
overwhelmed and he eventually, you know, he got an email saying right after all of that, saying that he needed to, you know, deposit almost $180,000 within a couple of days after it said he lost that money. Right. So he couldn't get that. And, you know, of course, you know, but that was after he reached out, reached out, tried to reach Mm -hmm. out to him. This is after, of course, they did all this, you know, and then uh, unfortunately he got overwhelmed and uh, committed suicide. So uh, after that, Robin Hood, you know, they, uh, uh, you know, created some scholarship fund or created some fun, not scholarship uh, fun for, you know, suicide prevention awareness, yada, yada, yada. They're going to change the app. Right, right, right. But fast forward to now, now they've kind of not necessarily dug themselves out of the the Wall Street bets uh, controversy, but now things have kind of died down and we started to divert our attention away to the Super Bowl, to the second impeachment, to mm-hmm. vaccinations, to <laughs> Gorilla Glue Girl. And we'll talk about that a little bit later, but now the attention is right back on Robin Hood because the family of this 20 year old Alex Kearns has decided that they are going to sue uh, Robin Hood. Of course, like I mentioned, according to the complaint, Kearns never owed any money at all, uh, but that didn't stop Robin Hood from suggesting that he did or sending him an immediate action required, like uh, Nika mentioned, email telling them he needed to deposit a little over $178,000 immediately. So basically what the family is uh, saying is uh, Robin Hood forced, uh, allegedly, uh Kearns to take his life because they didn't have the right, uh, they didn't have the right information in place to make him understand what was going on right then and there. If that stuff had been in place, if they didn't kind of pressure him, then that could have, you know, let caused, him not killing himself. Yeah, yeah. I was going to yeah. say a different outcome, but you see, yeah, let <laughs> him from not killing himself, you know, so which makes sense, you know, unlike this other story we're going to talk about later. Clearly, there were some things going wrong or things that could have been done better on mm-hmm. Robin Hood's end to keep situations like this at a minimum, you know, and looks like those wasn't there. Um, this thing's happened and now the family is going to sue uh, Robin Hood. So I guess I just want to get your input on that. Um, I think that the family has a, a good shot at it. Um, the fact that. If you if if it is implied that you lost over seven hundred thousand dollars and then you can't reach anybody on the phone after trying, you know, for for days and you're only getting an automated response. Then you get this email saying you owe over one hundred eighty thousand dollars. At some point, you should be able to reach a physical person. And it's my understanding that after he passed um, he didn't, he then got an email saying that, oh, you don't owe any money. But by then it was too late. I mean, it, it's, it's one thing, you know, that Robin Hood is making trading accessible to, um, all these different people. And, you know, the, as you mentioned earlier, the issue with, you know, people not really understanding what all goes into trading you need to use money that you can lose because it is a possibility that you could lose it or the possibility that you could get any more. It's, it's a gamble either way. But when you're dealing with this amount of money um, and you're saying that that's being owed to you, you, and it's not owed to you, you need to make sure that your app is reflecting accurate information, especially when it comes to finance, SEC trading and all of these, you know, big, scary legal things. And I mean, just imagine a 20 year old thinking that he is 700,000 in the hole, a million dollars, right? Almost a quarter of a million dollars. And then someone's saying you owe almost $200,000 immediately several days. I mean, you can imagine, I get it. Right. You can imagine. Um, so who knows, maybe, you know, when, when all of this originally happened, like I said, it was about a year ago. Um, maybe, maybe you could stretch or reach and say the reason why Robin Hood halted trading during the whole Robin Hood, uh, I mean, with, with the whole GameStop, you know, Wall Street bets fiasco was as a result 
of Robin Hood, you know, caring about the uh, uh, volatility of a particular stock, you know, but you can make turn around and say, well, if that was the case, if that was truly the case, then somebody going $700,000 in the hole, regardless of what happened before, regardless of anything, that much of a gap in between winning and losing for a retail investor. I mm-hmm. could see if a hedge fund manager managing millions and millions of dollars loses seven, $700,000 in a trade. That's probably par for the course. But if we're talking that's, about that's all relative, yeah, if you're talking about retail investors and Robin Hood's love retail investors, somebody losing $700,000 on a platform, you would think that should even, be a red flag. Even if it's true, <laughs> even if it really happened and he lost $700,000, you would think that Robin Hood would be like, Hey man, uh, are you sure you, you want to do, do this? this or, Hey, we've noticed that this trade that you're making is quickly causing you the money. Maybe you need to read something, you know, call us if you have questions. Right, right. If they really care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the fact that this all goes back to, you know, Robin Hood stance that they're looking out, you know, they're giving the little Little guy, the opportunity, they're looking out for the little guy, but are they really when stuff like this happens, when stuff like, you know, uh, hedge fund managers losing money and now all of a sudden Robin Hood swoops in and says, hey, you know, we got to halt trading, but you can't buy anything. You can only sell stuff. You know, that kind of all you add, you, you add it all up and it just looks funny. It looks very funny in the light. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So the next thing up, of course, our good old. Good old subject, <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> um, of course, you if you have been living under a rock, you know, the the app du jour is Clubhouse, where everybody uh, is kind of taking a step back in the tech scene as far as technology advancement to where, you know, you can enter these voice only chat rooms and talk about whatever you want to talk about. And that is taken off. And this app club clubhouse has been valued at what 1 billion or 10 billion i can't remember which one but all that to say it has gotten the attention of would be competitors namely facebook and it looks like uh facebook has decided to throw its hat in the ring and has reportedly working on a clubhouse copy uh, of course people kind of noticed that mark zuckerberg actually joined a clubhouse and talked about the future of augmented reality, virtual reality. You know, some people are kind of noted that, of course, anytime any of these big time tech heads do anything, blow their nose, somebody's screenshotting it. Right. So they noticed that Mark Zuckerberg actually went on clubhouse to talk about something. And then fast forward to today, boom, Facebook's coming out or working on a uh, clubhouse uh, clone. We don't know anything about it outside that they are in the early stages of development. But of course, you know, I mean, typical of Facebook, uh, you know, they see what's going on and they decide to implement it themselves. We want to get in on this money Mm -hmm. Um, where the money resides. That's where they want to be. (laughs) Right. Right? Uh, So, of course, this is. Following Twitter as well, who I think is a little bit further along of their yeah. development of their own clubhouse ish app called Spaces. I actually am in that beta. I oh, haven't are you? used it. Okay. But apparently, and I, I think I've been in it for a while, but nobody that I really follow has done one. I saw one maybe a month or so ago. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, I guess I got that now. Um, but yeah, it's. I don't see really many people using it. I've only seen it pop up on my, you know, the now they have stories or fleets on Uh Twitter. uh So I've seen it a couple of times, you know, up there, but I never go into them because I mean, I have Clubhouse, but I don't go on that either. Right. So, (laughs) and I refuse. I am, I am not revolting is the right word. What's the word? What's the other word? Tap out? No. Uh, Uh, What's the word when you, um, actively campaign against something is a better word for it. Active campaign. Uh protest is the right oh. word. <laughs> I, like, I am protesting getting on any other social media platforms. Like I said before, I'll say it again, I am social media out and I'm trying to figure out how to reduce the amount of social media platforms that I'm on right now. Speaking of which, 
Uh, Patreon people, thank you. Join our Discord chat. <laughs> I said that and completely contradicted myself. But uh, yeah, all that to say, um, I won't be doing any Facebook, whatever they call it. I'm not doing Clubhouse. Uh, I'm not doing any Twitter spaces. Uh, but I do think it's interesting that, you know, as technologically advanced as we are with Snapchat and live reels and all these other video, you know, we got Twitch, we got YouTube live, we got all the things that we're doing on this show to where we are figuring out how to visually see and interact with people on a technologically uh, basis. But something like Clubhouse, which is just audio, it's just like a, a conference call that we all hate during, you know, if you're working corporate, if you're in a nine to five meeting, meeting, meetings all day long. This is nothing but a big old uh, conference call. But it seems like people are interested in it to where, you know, it's less tech. Maybe that's the maybe that's the hook. It's low tech. You know, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Uh, but also it's trendy to where so much so Facebook is deciding they want to. Get in on the fun too. So, mm. all right, all right. So I think that is it for second string. Uh, we'll move right into for the culture, and Nika has her next update or next her next entry into the uh, teching while black, and I'll let her go ahead and take it off from there. So this week's teching while black is Lisa. Oh gosh, I hope I really don't mess up your name, Lisa. I'm sorry, girl. Jalobiter. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with that. She is the current CEO and co-founder of a tech-enabled platform called Tech Equitable, um, which uses tech to um, create a more diverse, equitable, and inclusive um, tech ecosystem. Um, but she is um, a well-known computer scientist, and she got into the computer science game. I think she's been um, in this tech space for over 25 years. Um, she's, a, as we talked about um, last week, a now innovator in tech, um, creating, you know, Black history now. She um, cultivated the ascent of online video, and she is the mastermind and brains behind software that we use um, in products such as Hulu and Shockwave. And basically, this technology that was created by her back in 1995 has pretty much led to um, the development of pretty much all of the interactive media that we use now, including web animation and um, video games. Additionally, she developed the animation behind um, being able to create uh, GIFs. Okay. So because you can go and select all your GIFs and, and make your funnies, and improve your tweets and add a little flair to it, you have this lady, Lisa Jalobiter, to thank for that. So she is our honoree in this week's Teching While Black. All right. All right. She's done like she's done all kind of things. She, mm-hmm. like you said, she, um, uh, BET Digital as a chief mm-hmm. digital officer, like you mentioned, Hulu as a member of their senior management team. Uh, she worked under the uh, chief digital officer for the Department of Education uh, during the Obama administration. So she's 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 been in the game for a minute. So, yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So shout out to her. You know, I tend to use a, a GIFs all the time. So definitely a hat tip to her for for something as simple as that. I know that's minimizing all the things <laughs> she's done, but look, I got to identify with things that matter to me. So shout out to you for helping us uh, get GIFs. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, the other thing we want to talk about in For the Culture is, of course, I already kind of alluded to it a couple times in the show. Uh, Triple G is what I call her. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny, but it's not funny, but it's, it's funny. It's not funny. But it's funny. Uh, uh, her name is Tessica Brown, uh, also known throughout the world, the digital world, as Gorilla Glue Girl. Uh, for those who don't know, um, this lady came on, uh, I think, Instagram maybe a, I want to say, what, a week or so? Maybe two weeks ago? Um, um, yeah, it's been about a week or so. And she came on and had an issue. Uh, she ran out of her favorite uh, hair gel, hair product, 
and decided that she was going to use Gorilla Glue to spray and mat hold down her hair on her head. A couple of days, a couple of weeks go by. Her hair's in the same spot. So she comes on social media, according to her, after trying everything, talking to anybody, getting advice, didn't have nowhere to turn, didn't have no other ideas. So she decided to go on social media and explain uh, what is going on, uh, according to her, in the search of finding anybody who had any ideas as to how to get this Gorilla Glue out of her head. Um, Fast forward to today. uh, Let me actually see if I can pull this up. Fast forward to today. So this is her. Uh, This is what her head looks like. As you can see, it is matted down to the top of her head. Use her th- hair as a hair as a hard hat. Right. Thank. If you see the video with her rubbing it, right, it sounds like plastic. Right. Right. So you know this is what she. Uh, don't look at her eyes. <laughs> don't look at her eyelashes. <laughs> that's a just look. That don't a distraction. Just, that, that's the main. That's not the main thing. We need you to focus <laughs> and focus on her hair. The fact that it is slick and shiny, all thanks to Gorilla Glue. So, uh, like I mentioned, fast forward to today, uh, she has. Um, been around the world as far as everybody and their mama has an opinion. Everybody and their mama is a master chemist. Everybody has their own opinions on what, how, when, where, why. Uh, but again, fast forward, she has raised or, uh, GoFundMe has raised over $13,000 to help her. Uh, figure this thing out. She's been to the emergency room, you know, she, uh, uh, according to her where she couldn't stand those treatments in the emergency room. And I guess finally a surgeon, plastic surgeon in Cal- LA. yeah, in LA has decided to extend his help. He's going to do uh, some sort of procedure. Uh, he never said what or how, um, but he's going to offer his services for free to uh undo what she has done. So I And I think she left today, Wednesday to go to LA to get that. Right. So uh the story that I'm reading in complex, the reason why I put it up here was because she's kind of updated her Instagram all, all along the way. Um and I think she the attention is getting to her. And I just wanted to, you know, uh put up this story. Uh, this actually her latest Instagram post, maybe not the latest, but the most recent one. Uh, obviously it looks like all of the attention, everybody's opinions are getting to her. So she put up this post about basically, I appreciate all the people that's helped out. I appreciate all the people looking out for me. Um, I'm over this whole ordeal. I wish I would have never put this on social media to start with. You know, I read the comments. A lot of people are angry, upset, mean. Um, but I appreciate everybody's help. You know, I'm looking forward to the surgery that I mentioned earlier. I will keep you guys updated. So I guess I wanted to ask you, um, I got a couple of questions, uh, in your opinion, mm-hmm. do you think this was a simple mistake or do you believe, um, this was planned in order to come up on social media? And the reason why I say that before you if your mm-hmm. uh, opinion is because she has or there has been some things done to give off the impression that she is going to or has figured out a way to capitalize off of this. And what I mean by that is uh, she applied for or somebody applied for uh, either Instagram or Twitter, um, the little blue checks to where you are identified as an influencer or a celebrity or an important person for lack of a better mm-hmm. term. I don't have it. So I don't know, but you know, of course, when you see somebody with a verified Twitter or verified Instagram account that, that adds a little more cachet to whatever you selling, saying, promoting, whatever. Another mm-hmm. thing that came up, which I read that wasn't true from her was she was even considering 
uh, suing Gorilla Glue, and that mm-hmm. brought up a whole another batch of uh, conversations. But I guess I wanted to ask with those things, of course, with her doing all the, you know, been all on all the blogs, on all the stories, everybody's talking about it. We're talking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems like, you know, uh, of course, and then the GoFundMe with the $12,000, uh, raised for you, it, is it a long, is it a stretch to say that this was calculated? It just didn't go as well as she thought, or is just, just a simple mistake. And of course, being, you know, this, our generation, social media, that's what we do. If something happens, we put it on social media. So in your opinion, was this a simple mistake or is she an opportunist on the come up? I don't think there's anything simple about what she's done. Okay. Um, it looks like she is a woman who is very much into her looks. So she knows the tools that you need, whether it's edge control, whether I think what she ran out of was 2B glue or something, mm-hmm. or it's something called that. Gorilla snot or something I heard. Something called, there's yeah. this other thing called gorilla snot. She knows exactly what she was supposed to be using and she knows what she used was not meant for what it was supposed to be used for okay so i think it's a very stupid and a very costly mistake Mm -hmm. but i think that she's seen a lot like other people who get their fame or get notoriety on social media that she's turning it into an opportunist moment. She got verified immediately on Instagram. I don't think she has a Twitter, but I think she got verified on Instagram. She has a manager now. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. That's in her bio. It's in her uh, Instagram bio management. And then it has the email of the person to, to contact her for management. She's sending photos to TMZ Everybody knows when you start sending stuff to TMZ, it starts to look a little shady. Mm -hmm. She's been on the radio giving interviews. Her sister made a TikTok that was funny about not using Gorilla Glue or, you know, Uh how they point to the words. So I think she made a stupid mistake and she used the Gorilla Glue thinking that, oh, it won't be that bad. Right. And then she realized, oh, crap. It's bad because my understanding is she went on a radio show and she said that she knew what she was doing and what she was using. She just thought she could wash it out. Um, But then I think she has, I'm sure she has so many people in her ear. I think she's from Louisiana. I'm sure she has so many people in her ear. Um, There was the thing of, you know, her getting a lawyer to sue, um, you know, Gorilla Glue. But you had this hair hard hat for a month. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're just now seeking some help about it. And then when you went to the hospital and they told you they could try some things to get it done. And you said, I don't want to be in the hospital. I want to be at home and be comfortable. Just can I do it at home? That's another thing. If if you've had this stuff in your hair for a month and there's a doctor in the emergency room saying we can get it out. It's just going to take about 20 hours. And you don't want to stay in the hospital the 20 hours to get it out. You'd rather go home and have your sister or friend or whoever use the stuff that the hospital was going to use and video it Mm -hmm. and put it online with you writhing in pain. Mm -hmm. I mean, that just continues to show levels to, you know, I don't want to say stupidity, but levels to not making smart decisions. Mm -hmm. This is just... You know, one, you know, bad decision after another. I feel bad that she's in this amount of pain because it looks really painful. I think they finally got the ponytail off. But in the video with them trying to get the ponytail off, it was so hard to get off. And then she was kind of not getting upset, but she was getting worried. Are you cutting my hair? Are you cutting my hair? Girl, that hair is gone. Gone. She doesn't want to shave it. She doesn't want to shave her head. She doesn't want to get rid of the hair. But would you want... Something on you that you know is industrial grade. It's used to put houses together. Would you want anything attached to that? I mean, she's hopefully, you know, she doesn't have to get her scalp taken off and get a scalp transplant. That's because what... you don't know how damaged it could be from all of the chemicals. You're not supposed to use this on the instructions say don't use this on your skin. Mm-hmm. Well, it does specifically say here. 
your hair is attached to your scalp. It your comes scalp out of your skin. skin. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hair is a living, breathing thing. Don't be stupid. Right. So, so that, so that was my thing, you know, that you, you know, you mentioned that, uh, hopefully she doesn't have to get her scalp removed. Oh, that's look, I'm not, a, again, I don't want to be one of these people to claim I'm a, you know, you were in the clubhouse uh, room, but there was apparently a clubhouse room full of doctors, oh, were there? Black female doctors and chemists trying to come up with a plan to help this girl. No. Um, Gorilla Glue, the way it works, you know, of course, I'm a, I'm home, I'm not a home improvement specialist, but I have Gorilla Glue in my house. And the way it works is when you attach it to something, it seeps into the tiny cracks and crevices that you cannot see on surfaces. And that's what it uses to stick things together. It's not just smooth surface on smooth surface. It, it seals seeps- it. It seeps down into those tiny holes to actually seal it. That's what makes it work. What also makes it work is water, because what you do is you apply water in there and that also seals it. So fast. She washed her hair 15 times. Girl, you you make it even worse. And then with the washing of the hair, what you said when you when you mentioned, I don't want to cut my hair off and I don't want to shave my hair off. When she was washing her hair, she was going in the same direction of her hair being laid down. She wasn't going against the grain. That led me to believe, okay, either your vein, like you mentioned, I don't want to cut my hair off, concerned about the wrong things, or two, it was kind of calculated and she doesn't want to mess up her hair because this is all part of the show. Because again, like I mentioned, she wasn't going back. She was scratching and rubbing it, but when she was using the the shampoo, she wasn't going against the grain. And when I wash my hair, I really want to get in there. I go against the grain, right? That, but mm-hmm. that's just me. So again, I'm not an expert. That's just something that I noticed. And then, like you mentioned about the verification, but uh, I, I say all that to say she is going to have to get part uh, or all of her. I don't know if you can even do this scalp replacement. She's going to have to get a skin graft. You know how people with burn victims, right? Because they put bubbles under your skin to stretch the skin and they cut it off and they put it other places. Right. Because what I mentioned about the smooth surfaces and the Gorilla Glue seeping in, that Gorilla Glue has seeped into her follicles and it's not coming out until you remove that layer that the hair follicles are on. So that means attached to. So that means number one, your hair's coming off. Number two, part of your scalp is coming off. And number three, your hair follicles are dead. So there's no more hair growing back. So, so all that to say, again, I think we're, you know, even though I asked the question, we're probably past, you know, the point of, you know, can she, can her hair survive from this? That hair is done, It's gone. you know, but I guess, the, but I guess the next question I want to ask, is it fair for us to, you know, chastise her or is it, can I, I've seen people in this camp, you know, a lot of people have made the case that we are quick to tear down this black woman and this is a simple mistake. So protect this black lady at all costs. I wanted to get your opinion. You know, is it, is it fair for us to say, look, you put your information out there on social media. You can't get sensitive. Now people respond and people reply because of this ordeal that you clearly knowingly put yourself into. Or should it be like, hey, we know she made a mistake. We should be empathetic. You know, we all should be trying to help her to figure out what's going on. And it was a simple mistake. Everybody in our lives have made mistakes where we look back on and be like, man, that was a dumb decision. And should we just ease off? You know, what do you what do you think you're what, what's what camp are you in? I don't think we should be chastising her. I was one of the ones who was laughing at it because it was hella funny. Mm-hmm. But then when I realized the severity of it, I was like, yo, this is wild. Mm-hmm. Like this is really she's in excruciating pain trying to get this stuff off. Mm -hmm. And I mean, even if she did start this out as some sort of opportunistic thing, I don't think she did. I think she's long past that because it has now, you know, she's, she has to be embarrassed by this. 
whether her intentions were to make money before or whether she, like she said, she really was trying to slick her edges down mm-hmm. or her whole scalpel, her hair, whatever. You know, I feel bad for her because I can only imagine all the things now that have been impacted. Um, she is a 40 year old woman, so she is grown. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently she's a teacher of like small kids. I think she owns a daycare from what I read. Oh, okay. I knew she did something with kids and was some kind of teacher. So her face, um, her image, everything is being excavated at this point. And her face is everywhere. And the world is talking about her. So she has to be embarrassed. And top it all off, she's in pain because of what's going on with her body. And then, too, it has to be a certain level of anxiety because she doesn't know what's going to happen. I know that they started using goo off Mm -hmm. to get the glue off and it looked like it was breaking it down. Mm -hmm. But you could still tell that some of it was melded on there. Um, And um, I can only imagine the amount of anxiety if she was that, you know, adamant about keeping her hair. Just imagine the anxiety, you know, that she must have. Um, around, you know, losing it what all. they're gonna find mm-hmm. when they get the when they get the glue off. Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of damage could she have? What type of long-lasting effects could she have? And how much money is this going to cost in the long run? Because right. we don't know. She could have like chemical poisoning, and not just and we don't know it. And then she's gonna be out of work. So mm-hmm. you know, who knows how her business or her she's income her exactly she's put glue on her hair exactly you know what you know she could have long-term like you mentioned long-term uh damage from this and it's just a shame you know uh but i think in my opinion where people started to move from okay this is funny to okay this is serious to okay now girl you tripping is when, again, like you said, somebody mentioned it was rumored that she was con- contemplating suing him. I mm-hmm. don't know if that's happening. That uh, she she mentioned that's untrue. I don't know where that came from. Oh, she did say it was untrue? That, according to her. Um, okay. Uh, so, you know, we can, but, but then, but then you like said the, 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 the sending the pictures to TMZ, the GoFundMe, the, manager. you know, the, the manager, you know, all those things, people kind of shifted to like, okay, girl, you know, it's one thing to 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 put information out there and expect or welcome people's opinions. It's a whole other thing to again this could be we are the the social media generation toward mm-hmm. any and everything the first thing we want to do is film it and record it and upload it post it yep and post it right. So it's almost like, you know, yes, we want we should want to protect and empathize and have compassion, but you're making it very easy mm-hmm. for to people to chastise you. And she's 40 years old. She's grown. She's seen people get turned on via the Internet. So, again, learning from other people's mistakes if you then turn around knowing this information, turn around and go do it yourself. And then all of a sudden, oh, I don't appreciate. I don't like. And that's no fair. I wish I never said anything. Or I kept it Come on. My- you know what time it is. You, you know, know what time, what time and it what is. You, and, what's, and what black people are going to do without fail, they will turn on you when you start doing too much. Yep. Now, it was we were all on her side when, you know, she was hurting and in pain. But then when you start to turn side, even the GoFundMe, I think people were okay with the GoFundMe. But the manager and immediately going to get verified on Instagram, all the videos subsequent, all the interviews subsequent. Girl, you should be only focused on getting this stuff out of your hair and seeing how your health is going to be impacted. All these interviews aren't necessary for that. Right. And when you bring people into your house, don't be surprised when they sit around and mess stuff up. I mean, why, again, if this was that serious and this is what leads people to believe that this was opportunistic. If I put something on my person and my, the reaction was serious enough to where it's like, Oh, this is a serious deal. 
I, again, maybe I'm not, I'm introvert. Maybe I'm, you know, embarrassed or ashamed or whatever, but my first inkling is not to, Hey, internet, what do y'all think? You know, my first, my first thing is I need to go see a doctor immediately. And you she know, had this on her hair for a month. Before that's what is that's what's killing me. I'm like, girl, after you got after you said that you thought you could wash it out, mm-hmm. you put it on. I'm gonna go out, do my business. What you doing out anyway? Because we're in a pandemic. But then you come home and you try and wash it out, and it doesn't come out, and it feels like a, a hard hat. Mm-hmm. That's day one. Those other 30 days, girl, what were you thinking? Right. You just think, oh, it'll just roll off by itself. Right. You can't be that. You can't be that. I don't want to say dumb, but you can't be that simple minded. I'll say that. Right. And again, like you mentioned, um, when you bring people in, you know, this is what to expect. So um, I while I feel for her, Mm -hmm. I don't make any. I won't lose any sleep knowing that, you know, she is being chastised because one, you invited people in and number two, you know, you're, you are going along with it with all the things that you mentioned. So, you know, good or bad, you are welcoming this attention. So you get what you asked for. Right. So I don't feel terribly bad about that. But then I kind of mentioned it before, but this kind of goes into my, the, the, the last thing. Why do we feel so compelled to share every moment, every second of our lives, good or bad on social media? You know, um, you always hear these terms, you know, everybody's got these Instagram hot takes and Twitter gotcha quotes to where people say, you know, uh, well, the, the images that people display on social media is all the things that they want you to see. You know, it's all the glitz. It's all the glamour. It's all the very I'm, much curated, uh, very much curated. You know, I'm doing well. My family's doing well. My kids are better than yours. I'm smart. You know, uh, why you got this nine to five when you need to start an LLC and what you're doing with your stimulus, every, you know, all these things where, you know, people want to portray the best mm-hmm. of themselves on social media, you know, uh, but then we got a situation like this to where you could say that, OK, I'm not going to just post the good things, but I'm also going to post everything. But then that goes back to my original questions. Why does she feel like she had to post this in the first place? And then why do we feel that we have to post everything about our lives on social media? Because I think at the end of the day, that kind of what it all boils down to her her need to share this information and why do, what is that? I think you said it before. We're the social media generation. Mm-hmm. Um, we are the instant gratification generation. Um, when you post something, you know, you can go off and scroll and do something else or, you know, go to check your email, or go and do something else. But when you go back to the app, the first thing you're looking for is how many likes did I get? Uh-huh. Did I get comments? Uh-huh. I just think it's just a manifestation of that, you know, look at me, you know, see me. And I think it's just even more exacerbated by the fact that we're all in the house now. Uh-huh. I mean, uh-huh. some of us. Um, right. <laughs> are, are, we're supposed to be indoors and it's not a lot going on outside that we can flex for the gram for. You got to make up your own things in the house to flex for the gram for because you still, people still have that innate need to be seen. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody wants to be famous. I mean, right. and I don't think it's any different than, you know, previous generations. I just think now that this is the new tool. Yeah, celebrity is so diluted now. Mm-hmm. And the fact that our favorite musicians or TV stars are, you know, politicians or models or whoever that you look up to are all on the Internet. You can make a comment to them and they interact with you. Mm-hmm. I just think it just all manifests itself in the way that I, everybody, anybody can be a celebrity. I mean, literally anybody. You've seen the Catch Me Outside girl, how she went from being on Dr. Phil um, cussing out her mama, you know, to having, I don't know how, 
but a music career, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just those things. Of, I'm just a regular person. I think I'm more interesting than A, B, C, and D. Mm-hmm. I can be a celebrity too. I can be an Instagram model. I can be an influencer. I can, you know, I can start a podcast. Mm-hmm. I can start a YouTube. You know, I just think it's, it's, it's just the way we, where we are in the society now is that everybody wants, you know, publicity and fame and celebrity and it's even more accessible now with the society that we're in but even that right because we're on social media right Mm -hmm. we're on a podcast you know i have youtube and i have a blog and i share Mm -hmm. you know so i'm not removing myself from the social media you know experiment you know Mm -hmm. but at the same time um even saying all of that right Mm -hmm. What is the hold where I need to share all of my details? It's one thing to go on social media and exchange ideas. It's Mm -hmm. one thing to go on the Internet and promote a business. It's one thing to go on the Internet and share a passion. It's one thing to learn. It's one. It's another thing to educate. It's another Mm -hmm. thing to discuss. Right. Mm -hmm. All of those things you can um, put that information forward, but not be so attached to where my daily, every thought, every impulse, every need, every want, every request, every requirement. I feel, what is it with the, I feel like if I didn't post it, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Right. What is that? You know, I think it's just a popularity <laughs> complex. Uh-huh. I just think people want to be seen and feel seen. Uh-huh. I mean, that's really the only way I can explain it. I mean, most people I know what they post on social media is about 1% of their actual life. Uh-huh. But then there are some people, every single thing they do, they post, whether it be for, you know, using their social media to generate income or whether it just be to say, I got, you know, five likes, I got 5,000 likes on my last picture, mm-hmm. the same way, I guess, you know, when you were in school and you had on a fresh new outfit, you know, how many people complimented, man, right. you know, 15 people said I look good in this. Right. I mean, we had it offline, but now I just think it's just so visible. Mm-hmm. And again, what makes, you know, I guess to make it more granular what makes one person an alcoholic other more than another one? Right. If you both, you know, drink alcohol, what leads one person to just take it to a completely extreme and just get completely wrapped up mm-hmm. in, you know, drinking and alcohol and all that stuff? Whereas another person may, you know, be a they drink, they, you know, it's social drinking. It's, it's social mm-hmm. drinking, or mm-hmm. even if they have a glass of wine every night, mm-hmm. you know, it's what is the difference between that person who can have some self-control and then the other person who doesn't have that self-control filter to say, whoa, okay, I need to stop. This is getting too much. Right. Right. Yeah. There, there I guess there is no, <laughs> to put the coin the term, there's no filter, I guess mm-hmm. nowadays, you know, you know, bringing it back to this story again, you know, it's a shame that she went through this, but she's bringing us along. You know, for good or bad. We're invested. I've been invested in this thing. I'm like, (laughs) where's the update? Like, what's going on? And it just like sucks you in because honestly, it's like another, I hate to say it, it's like another form of entertainment Mm -hmm. because now we're on this journey Mm -hmm. with you. It's all, you know, how reality TV can be, even though we know reality TV is not really reality, it's scripted. But it's the same thing where you get pulled into a story and you want to know how the story ends, especially if it's very compelling. And this is a very compelling situation we have. Yep, yep, absolutely. Everybody so, knows how Yep, yep. Everybody's got side pieces and think pieces and Facebook posts and Instagram posts all talking about and around and about this girl. So I guess this is what you wanted. This is what you signed up for. So and I mean, once it's all, you know, once the new next thing comes along, unfortunately her and the situation be forgotten and we'll be on to the next thing. It, there is no loyalty in this social media game. Right. So once you're 15 minutes up or once you're out of the spotlight, even though you try and hold on to it, she's probably going to try and hang on to this mm-hmm. and try and make something out of it. But by the time, people's focus has shifted because we have such a short attention span. Mm-hmm. Once we shifted on to the next thing, I'm sorry, but no one is thinking about that anymore. Yep. So again, I hope, I hope she 
gets everything she asked for, you know, with this whole thing. I hope she gets the help that she needs. I hope, you know, her, she's this surgery is successful. You know, you, you know, I understand, you know, women and their, you know, I don't want to call it a complex, you know, hair. I understand the, the attachment. I don't want to call it a complex, an attachment, you know, our care is our crowning glory. Exactly. So, uh, running the risk of losing that forever, you know, I hope that's not the case, but at the same time, it's like you brought us along for the ride. So hope you hang in there through this whole ride, good or bad. Right. All right. All right. So enough of that. <laughs> Let's move off of that. Let's move into uh, the hookup. And I just found this little gadget and I just wanted to share with everybody because I bought it immediately because it solves a problem that I've always had. Right. So I'll give mm-hmm. you the I give you the setup um, when I am, you know, working at my desk, you know, um, I charge my Apple Watch at night, sits at my you know desk at night. I've got the the charger puck wrapped up and uh, connected to my little desktop charger to where when I take my watch off, the battery is so good. It lasts pretty much the whole day. Right. But there are times when I need to charge my watch or actually connect it to the charger in the middle of the day in order to do things like update. You know, when a new iOS or watchOS update comes out in order to update it, you got to put it on the charger. So where I'm working in the middle of the day, when this uh, iOS update drops versus where my desktop charger is to actually charge my app. It's an inconvenience, right? So I didn't buy another Apple watch charger. I don't want to feel like dangling with the cables because it's too and far between, you know, as inconvenient Mm -hmm. as it is, it doesn't happen all the time. So uh, I was uh, doing research for the show coming up with, you know, show topics. And I found that one of my favorite companies, uh, Sateki, They've come up with a tiny double-sided wireless charger that when you plug it into a USB port like your iPad Pro, if you've got one of the newer iPad Pros with USB-C, if you've got one of the newer MacBooks with USB-C charging, or if you have a USB charging wall outlet, this little small um, USB, uh, USB-C charger can charge your Apple Watch close to your desk. But the benefit of this, I thought was pretty cool. If you flip it around the other way, you can actually place your wireless charging case for your AirPods or your AirPods Pro on it, and it'll wirelessly charge your uh, AirPods Pro as well. So that's my that's my little hookup tip. And I'm actually going to uh, put it on the screen for those who are listening. Pretend you're actually (laughs) looking at my screen and it's like pretty much no bigger than the size of your AirPods Pro case uh, with it being a little bit thinner and it has a USB-C port on the end of it. And you actually plug that into like the perfect, like I said, the perfect scenario is when I need to charge up my uh, Apple Watch when I'm sitting at my desk with my MacBook. I can take this thing out, plug it into you wanted to open USB ports, take my watch off, lay it on this charger, and then I can do my update in the middle of the day without having to go sit up and, you know, plug it into my desktop or for when I'm traveling, when we can do that, <laughs> can't do it right now. But eventually when we go out char- uh, being able to travel again, you can take this with you versus unhooking and undoing your Apple Watch charger from your current charging setup. You can just take this, throw it in the bag when you need to charge your phone, when you need to charge your whatever the case may be, you can take this, plug it right up. So this is available on Apple's website. It's only available on Apple's website and it's available now for uh, 50 bucks. So, you oh, know, wow. that seems, that's not bad at all. Yeah. And like I said, it, it seems like a lot, 50 bucks for something so tiny. But when I found out you can flip it over and also put your AirPods on it to charge it up while you're working at your desk, when you're not listening to music or on a call, whatever the case may be, I was sold. So again, this is not made by Apple. It's made from Sateki, but it's only available on Apple's website. It's available right now. And like I said, it's available 50 bucks. And it seems like um, it's a pretty popular product because it won't ship. I won't get it until early March, like the second week of March. So, oh, wow. so that leads me to believe that people are scooping these things up because the shipping mm-hmm. dates are getting pushed out. You know, when I normally order something from Apple, it'll come the next day, you know, because they've got it at the store. They'll send somebody out. But 
So the fact that I ordered this thing today and I won't get it to like the 11th of March means that this is a, like a nice little hot it's commodity. Yeah. yeah, buddy. So if you're interested in this, if you feel the need for a travel uh, Apple Watch slash AirPods Pro charger, if you need something to go on your desktop and you don't feel like buying a whole nother charger, dealing with all the cables, this is definitely a nice little hookup. So definitely check that out and we'll make sure we put a link to it in the show notes. Dope. All right. So, Nikki, if you don't have anything else, I Dope. think that is it uh, for this week. We definitely appreciate everybody riding with us so far. Um, definitely download, rate, and review us. Uh, specifically, we need y'all to definitely start downloading and rating and reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts specifically, but also Google Podcasts and Spotify. We definitely need those reviews. We definitely need those ratings in order to uh, put us on the map in the Apple Podcast uh, world. Uh, definitely gauge with us on Twitter. We're on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We're at the handle SnobOSCast. Definitely watch us on YouTube. Uh, we will upload this to our YouTube channel at SnobOSCast. Again, if you're watching on YouTube, like the, sh- like the episode, subscribe, uh, make sure you're notified because, of course, all those things drive up the ratings so people can discover us in YouTube. Um, if you want to leave comments and suggestions, uh, you can definitely leave those on our website. We're at snobos.com or you can shoot us an email at snoboscast at gmail.com uh, definitely support the show if you want to become a Patreon you'll get access to our live show you'll get access to the pre-show where we talk about things that are not on the regular show we talked about the you know um, Super Bowl uh, in the pre-show this week talked about you know how <laughs> how upset we were <laughs> at the outcome but you know you know you can get all that by joining our patreon uh, for as little as five dollars a month you get access to all of that uh if you don't feel like want to do it on a monthly basis or you like something that we just said and you want to give a one-time donation you definitely can do that you can do that via paypal if you go to paypal.me forward slash snob os you can give us a one-time donation a, a love offering as you will you know any dollar amount will do and other than that, uh, that is it for this week. So, Nick, if you don't have anything else, we are out. Peace. Bye.